Welcome to the Inner Peace and Other Cool Shit podcast, the show that helps you find freedom from anxiety, overthinking, worry, and stress. I'm Siobhan Friel, a fellow human being, transformational coach, and your new friend. Come and hang out with me as we explore a whole new understanding of the human experience so you can enjoy life with more peace and ease. Hello, welcome to the Inner Peace and Other Cool Shit podcast. If you've been on some kind of personal development or spiritual development thingy, (laughs) I'm trying not to use the word journey here but unfortunately it's pretty accurate, probably better than the word thingy anyway, or you've been involved in any kind of exploration into having a nicer time in life and not feeling like shit so much, then you've probably come across some sayings or quotes or affirmations that may feel kind of nice when you're feeling okay, but if you're feeling rubbish, they'll feel a bit tropey and squirmy and ick and vapid and cliched and fury inducing and frustrating or they did for me anyway so one of these kind of sayings or affirmations or quotes or whatever is everything you need is already inside you or everything you want is already inside or you already have everything you're looking for one of those Years ago, when I was living in utter despair and urgently trawling the internet for answers on how to fix myself, I would see this phrase on social media or see it on a wall print or on a candle holder next to all the live, laugh, love cushions. At the time, it would fill me with contempt and despair. Back then, I was using drugs, alcohol and food to try and manage a constant feeling of inadequacy, self-loathing, anxiety, overthinking and a pervasive sense of impending doom. How the actual fuck could I have everything I need already, I would think. I'm a worthless human and my life is a big cavernous mess. And I hear a similar story from other humans every day, feeling just like I did back then. Well, today I want to explore with you how, uh (laughs) uh-oh, this is actually true, damn it. We'll look at how maybe you do have everything you need and why it looks like you don't and how to see more around this. And whether you see the truth in this or not, you absolutely do not need a fridge magnet or notebook or yoga mat with everything you need is inside you in a swirly font or any similar tat. This episode builds on the other topics we've been exploring on the show so far, and I'm hoping to help you see something fresh and new about the incredible but totally weirdly hidden and not talked about way that us humans are designed. The more we see around our amazing design, which is to say our intrinsic well-being and the nature of our inescapable humanness, the more we transform anxiety, stress, overwhelm and all that stuff which I say each and every episode. Said another way, today we are exploring the other cool shit part of inner peace and other cool shit. Okay, well what do I mean by everything we need? We could argue it means water, shelter and food, but unless you're able to pluck a pop-up tent and a picnic from behind your ear in a magician-like flourish, let's park that one. Everything you need is inside you, to me, means being able to navigate life, overcome challenges and pursue the things we want. It means to live a harmonious life. 
It means we have all the cool shit we need to see through what appears to be the problems in our lives and have a nicer time on earth. The non-exhaustive list of cool shit includes creativity, clarity, calm, inspiration, resilience, joy, peace, love, harmony, confidence, happiness, tenacity, understanding, connection and empathy. And that's not all. We also have the ability for fresh thought and insight. We have the ability to have a completely new perspective in any moment which can change the way our life looks. We have access to wisdom, common sense, intuition, whatever word lands with you, it doesn't matter. And we have an innate, inescapable ability to learn, change, adapt and thrive. I love this last one. We haven't really talked about this one on the show yet, but it's worth a little pause here to clarify what I mean by innate, inescapable ability to learn, change, adapt and thrive. I think that's what I just said. (laughs) So nobody is born knowing how to do a single thing, but we all have the remarkable built-in skill for learning and for figuring stuff out and adapting to new situations and experiences and life in general. We don't know how to play a trumpet, but we can learn. We don't know how to speak French, but we can learn. We don't know how to roller skate, but we can learn. We don't know how to navigate a career change at 44 or deal with a chronic illness or break up with someone or train a new puppy but we will move through all of these things somehow learning adapting and growing along the way what stops us seeing that is our human thinking our conditioned habitual chattering brain being a brain which has lots of opinions on why learning the trumpet is a dumb idea if you're older than i don't know eight that chattering thinking that says we should be managing our chronic illness better, that we should be more competent and patient as a puppy trainer, or we are such a rubbish roller skater, and all of that other incessant, noisy chat full of opinions, criticisms, analysis, assessment, and disapproval. Remember, all of that brain noise is not you, it's just the soundtrack of being human, which we've innocently assigned a ton of meaning to. I talked about this in more detail in the brain being a brain episode if you want to check that out I think it's number six or seven (laughs) so all of this cool shit that I just talked about is already inside you it's built in it comes as part of the deal it's the factory settings of being alive we're able to uncover this more and more when we see our human experience in a different way and our relationship to our thinking changes I spoke about this design specifically back in the episode about inner peace, number four, I think, about how we all have inner peace, how it's covered up by our very human worrying and fretting, and how to see it and experience it more. So you may want to check that out too if you haven't already. (laughs) But I'm not going to go through the show telling you to listen to other episodes of the podcast, by the way. In fact, I promise not to do it again for the rest of today. But all of the stuff that we're talking about on the show, as in how humans work and how seeing this changes our experience of anxiety, overwhelm, stress, worry and all of that stuff, it all relates to each other. So I'm only trying to help you make extra sense of these things and not trying to be annoying on purpose. Okay, so I just said that we all, all of us, have innate inescapable cool shit inside like joy peace harmony creativity resilience adaptability and all of the others i just talked about 
Right now, if you're like, no fucking way, is this true for me, then I completely get that. That's exactly what I thought many years ago, and that's what the people that I work with now think at first. But stay with me. If you have unwanted behaviours and patterns of thought, a mental health diagnosis or several, dependencies on substances, or you've been labelled with a disorder, don't even get me started on the use of that word, or you just feel really, really, really fucking awful, then hear this. You are not a broken one. You are not exempt from the intrinsic, innate and inescapable well-being that is the design for all humans. I would actually suggest that you may have a head start in uncovering the incredible potential of our aliveness because your suffering pushes you to look for something else. Something truer something more expansive, richer and beautiful. And that something else is inside you. (laughs) Seriously though. I really want to labour this point because I just couldn't get past how icky and cringe and new agey this all sounded back when I was going through it. But it's not those things, it's just the way we're built. Try and get on board with me, even if you're sceptical. Okay, let's talk some more about what's going on. We are taught that we are flawed, fucked up, not good enough, and we need to be better, or ideally, perfect, to be worthy humans. I really don't think that any of this is meant to happen. No one meant to set the world up this way. We just misunderstood a ton of things, such as the nature of thought and feeling, and what it takes to be happy. And then we built a culture on top of this misunderstanding, like building an enormous clock tower on a foundation of marbles. (laughs) or something like that. It looks like we need to go hunting for the feelings we want, like taking programs on finding clarity and implementing strategies to bring forth our creativity, or joining groups to become more resilient and stuff like that. Let's take wanting more creativity. So it's like going to great efforts to find a rare book called Creativity. We go to all the bookstores to try and find this book, We call up rare book dealers or probably email them. (laughs) We chat to book influencers and we try all the ways to possibly get our hands on this rare book. But we were already born with this book and it's on our bedside table right now. Or nightstand if you prefer. (laughs) It's just under a pile of other books with titles like I'm not creative. I don't have time for creativity. I have no talents. I want to be creative, but I don't know how. Creativity is for painters. And supermarket checkout operatives can't be creative. Creativity means making art that sells and all of that stuff. Innocently, we keep reading those other books, not realising that we already have the book we want already. We don't even see that the lengths we were going to to get that creativity book in the first place was actually creativity itself. We don't see that we are creating reasons why we can't be creative, which is creativity. We've all already got whatever we want, whether it's creativity or confidence or patience or clarity or any of the cool shit that I mentioned before. We've all got it. You've already got it. It's by your bed at the bottom of the book pile. You've already got it. It's just covered up by a ton of other books, a ton of other stories basically, your thinking, which is a bunch of stories anyway. Oh, that's a good one, Siobhan, the book thing and the story thing. Well done. 
I've previously used the metaphor of a snow globe where the picture is the qualities of our innate nature and the snowstorm that keeps us from seeing the picture clearly is our frenzied thinking. So we are already innately resilient, full of clarity and creativity, with an infinite capacity for joy and love and fresh thought, new ideas and insight and all of that cool shit. That's the picture in the snow globe. And the only thing preventing us from experiencing all that cool shit is a ton of thinking, which is the snow. Us humans stay in stirred up thinking, as in we keep shaking up our snow globes and not seeing the picture, which is our innate cool shit. Because we think that our thinking is the thing that's generating any ideas and solutions and decisions we need to move through life. We think shaking the snow globe is the way to get the things we want. But the things we want only come when we stop shaking the snow globe. Can you see this? Thinking about all of our problems is not the thing that generates ideas and solutions. Ideas, solutions, decisions and all of that come to us despite our thinking about them. When I'm first chatting to clients about this kind of thing, they invariably ask something like, okay, well, how do I stop thinking then if everything I want is under my thinking or obscured by my thinking or whatever you just said, Siobhan? (laughs) And that's what I said too when I was coming across this stuff. I was half listening to a teacher and half already thinking I'd have to do a meditation course or something to stop thinking if I wanted more clarity and resilience and joy and all of that stuff I keep going on about. Well, I have some hot news for you. You don't have to stop thinking or think less. You don't have to do anything at all. Okay, thanks for listening. Bye. (laughs) Only kidding. Not kidding about the not having to do anything part though. Because here's the thing. Once we see how it all works, it kind of sorts itself out. Once we see that if we put the snow globe down, the snow settles and we can see the picture again, it doesn't seem like such a good idea to keep shaking it. And when we can come to see that we are all that cool shit under our thinking and that all that thinking isn't doing the thing we thought it was, as in our thinking is not creating solutions and ideas in life, it feels less compelling to get swept up in another riptide of overthinking. Now, this doesn't mean that we won't worry or ruminate or catastrophize just because we see that it doesn't help. We will. You will, I will, everyone will. We do because that's just part of being human. We all do things that we know aren't helpful from time to time and sometimes we just feel like we can't help it. So let's just say that's a given. Us humans will overthink, worry and engage in our scurrying, frenzied thoughts from time to time. But the more we see for ourselves that when we leave it alone, our thinking does settle on its own and we can uncover our innate access to all the cool shit we want the more we see that it will get easier and easier not to get caught up in a flurry of overthinking. For most people, this is going to take time. You may experience a prolonged period of peace and calm and all that cool shit that you want, and then a sudden burst of worry and fear and anxiety and insecurity. Sometimes people will think that they've lost it or that it's not working. But worrying about your worrying is just more snow in the snow globe. You don't have to do anything. It's going to settle on its own and it's not up to you when that happens. 
Okay, so once again, all the cool shit we love, like creativity, clarity, joy, peace, happiness, contentment, and all the others are already within us. But don't believe me. I want you to see this for yourself. And this is where the slogan cushion makers get it wrong. They should rewrite the cushions and the candle holders and the wall prints to say something like, Everything you need is already inside you, but you must see this for yourself for it to be magical or transformative. And the way to see it begins by suspending what you think you know about how humans work and what our thoughts and feelings really mean, which can be hard to do at first because all of society is rooted in the misunderstanding that our thoughts are meaningful and a bad feeling means something is wrong. So it's literally everywhere, but it can be done. And once you start seeing it, everything changes. But I don't think that would fit quite as neatly. I certainly wouldn't buy that one anyway. So I say this all the time, but to see more for yourself around this kind of new way of looking at the world, suspend your opinions on how you think it all works and just experiment with this. What if there is something to this stuff that I'm talking about? Wouldn't it be kind of cool if all the things you wanted to feel were innate within you? And the only thing stopping you from experiencing them was just a ton of thinking. Thinking which you came to see as pointless so often that you just stopped doing it as much. If this sounds too simple for you, then I totally get that. Thinking it was too simple to work this way stopped me from leaning into it for a long time. I was really caught up in the intangibility of it all. It sounded too abstract, too new age, too hippie-ish too unverified, too cringe. (laughs) All of that was snow in my snow globe and no wonder. The snow of our society tells us that we are broken. We're broken from life experience or from childhood trauma or from injustice, mistreatment, disorders and all the things. Now, I'm not saying that the experience of being mistreated or having painful experiences in life isn't real or that it doesn't matter. I'm not saying that at all. But what I am saying is that you're not defined by that. That stuff does not break you. You can think that it can. You can think that you are broken. And it will feel like shit because we feel what we think. But you're not broken. You can't be broken. You have everything you need or want to see through any past experience and any future experience and live a happier, more peaceful, fulfilled life. Every single one of us. Seeing the way that us humans work, seeing that we're full of inner peace and other cool shit, and seeing that we're just letting important-seeming thinking cloud all that over, seeing all that really is a game-changer. I'd love you to put what you think you know about how it all works on hold and take a fresh look at this stuff. Okay, so you all know our friend Anxious Alice by now. Alice has experienced some cool shifts over the last couple of months as she sees more around how her human experience works. She's seeing more around the impermanent, variable nature of thought and how her feelings are always giving her feedback on the quality of her thinking. She's seeing more around the feelings of anxiety telling her that she's just, just caught up in some speedy thinking and all she needs to do is let that settle. Alice is seeing how the world is set up to see anxiety as a problem and that we're kind of taught that an urgent feeling or a feeling of panic or overwhelm is a call to action that something's wrong and we need to change it. 
Alice is seeing that that's just not true at all. Anxious Alice also sees her constantly changing experience of everything, including the constantly changing experience of her opinions and assessments about her experience. She sees how one day anxiety is just not there, and if it is, it barely registers with her. And on another day, things feel really heavy again, and she tries to tell herself that it's just her thinking, but this doesn't seem to do anything. But the more she sees this variability without much changing in the outside world, the more she sees that if there is something to do, or there is some kind of action to take, she more easily sees this from a quiet place. And she feels a lot better, generally speaking, although her journey certainly isn't linear. Okay, thanks for all that, Alice, but we want to know what you think about the episode. Oh, I haven't listened to it yet, Alice says, but you're probably just talking about the same things again, so I'll catch it later in the week. (laughs) Well, Alice is right. We do talk about the same things over and over. Okay, Alice, thank you. Have a nice day. The main thing I want you to take away from this episode is that Actually, yeah, you do have everything you need already inside you. All the nice feelings I've been mentioning and the infinite innate capacity to have fresh perspective, insight and realisation into all of this stuff and into everything. You have inescapable guidance, intuition, wisdom, common sense, whatever your favourite word is for that stuff, that will help you navigate life learn new things, traverse new circumstances, places, people. All of this stuff is already there. All of that common sense and the ability to have fresh thinking and all of the other stuff I just talked about, that will help you see through something like anxiety or another disorder or problem and any of that stuff that life throws at us. All of this stuff is already there. We do not learn to have common sense. We learn to override it. We do not learn to be peaceful, content and joyful. We learn to override it. We do not learn to be confident or creative. We learn to override it. We override it with our conditioned, habitual thinking, which isn't even ours. And that thinking is variable, temporary, contradictory, ephemeral and always moving. And you have your feelings to let you know when you are innocently mistaking all of that temporary thought for reality. Like, hello, isn't this wild? Coming to really see this, to know it, changes everything. The cushion makers were right. You actually do have everything you need already inside you. I'd love for you to go off and explore this in your own life. Contact me via my website with any questions. Otherwise, I'll see you next time on the show. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. This is the part where I ask you to share, review and subscribe to the show. So if you go and do that, I would absolutely love it. If you have thoughts or questions or insights about this episode or anything really, come and share them with me on Instagram at Siobhan Freel or visit me at SiobhanFreel.com. See you next time.